There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 money line wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Welcome, I'm Mike Nye. And I'm Taryn Merlo from the Hail and Well Met Podcasts. And I'm Alex Etalander from the Ostium Network. And welcome to our T-Cast. While there is tea, there is hope. <sighs> welcome to our second episode of our T-Cast. While there is tea, there is hope. I wanted to start off by say, explaining the name for this show, because I realized I forgot to do it in the last episode, in our first episode, which seemed like a logical place for it. Um, it seems kind of obvious, the name, while there is tea, there is hope, because I was going for a positive, happy, inspirational podcast about tea. But I also was partly inspired by a fridge magnet I have with those exact words. So it was partly seeing that fridge magnet and also our discussions about tea that led to the genesis of while there is tea, there is hope. We're also trying to make this a little more of a um, fun episode. Not that our first episode wasn't fun, but it was very history and discussion heavy about the history of tea and a lot of the social ramifications of that. Um, And we're looking at a plan of doing alternate episodes where we'll do a kind of history heavy episode and then be doing a more lighter, fun episode. And the goal is to make it a shorter episode since that last episode was well over an hour. Um, and the goal had been, I think, for 20 minutes. So we'll see with this one if it's going to be shorter or not. Again, I'm thinking in the 20-minute range, but we'll see how much we have to talk about. And that leads me to introduce one of our other hosts. Last time we had Taryn. He couldn't make it this time. And now we have Mike Nye. Say hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and Mike, what are you drinking uh, Today, I say this evening for me, but it's morning for you? It is morning for me. Um, I'm drinking uh, a tea by, by T2, and it's a Japanese, what they call a GMC Sencha tea, um, which is basically like a savory tea. It's a green tea, um, and it has like, uh, it's almost like puffed rice. Like, do, do you guys have rice bubbles in America? Like bubble tea, you mean? No, or? no, no. Like um, like oh. the breakfast cereal, like rice bubbles, oh, yeah. like yeah. puffed rice, rice yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's kind, yeah. it's kind of has like puffed rice in it, yeah. which gives it like a, a bit of a um, uh, yeah, like a like a savory flavor, like a mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's it's really nice. 
<laughs> I recommend trying it. I think I sent you a little sample. You did. Of it. I haven't tried that yet, but I'm looking forward to it now, especially with mm. this. It's a little intimidating yes. to see rice and tea, but now that you explain it, I know, better, I know, it makes more sense. That's um, no, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> what are you I'm drinking? Say, with um, I am today drinking the simple peach black black peach black simple. I care what it's exactly name from my okay. my simple tea subscription service. Uh huh. So probably be doing for another month or so, and then taking a break because they send me four teas every month and I haven't even tried any of the new ones yet. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot uh, but, of tea to go yeah, through. <laughs> it is. I mean, they're just little <laughs> sample packets, but still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the, the simple peach black that I actually did get in the first sample and I like so much. I ordered at a, a larger amount of it, which I now enjoy. Oh, cool. And it's got, um, it's got papaya in it and stuff like that. It'll be one of my eventual, tea recommendations so i'll go into more depth then but i was just thinking since we're on vastly different time differences here the one of the nice yeah. things about tea possibly over coffee is you can drink it anytime yes yes you can i mean tea is still caffeinated but like i've yeah. never had that problem where you know you have a coffee um in the evening and then you have trouble sleeping i've never, yeah. never had that with tea Right. So I don't know, maybe I'm certainly no scientist, but uh, (laughs) maybe the amount of caffeine is less or maybe there's other chemicals. Well, I think there's, I know with my wife, she's had different teas where she knows not to have them at a certain time because they will wake her up or whatever. Some of the other ones, it was like maybe the English breakfast or the stronger ones have a more kick to them over other ones. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I don't think I'd have an English breakfast at at night time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I usually don't care. <laughs> yeah, whatever I feel like, and I I just mentally think of it more as a relaxing thing than a um, yeah than a caffeine thing that I needed to get me going. Um, yeah. So since we have you on here, Mike, for the first time, let's give a little bit of background on you. What's your history with tea? Um, can you remember your earliest memory of drinking tea and getting into tea, and any other memories and anecdotes related to tea? Yeah, sure. I mean, as as an Australian, certainly back when when I was a kid in the eighties, um, tea was uh, well. It seemed to me anyway um, uh, to be much more popular than than coffee. Um, certainly, you know, like choices back then. Um, I mean, maybe we were just like, um, you know, poor and I didn't realize it, right? But the choices seemed to be you could have like, you know, Nescafe instant coffee. Or if you're really posh, you would have like one of those French presses. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, Australians um, would drink tea. Um, and I think that was mainly because, um, you know, the, the British heritage. Um, right. You know, so uh, as far as my earliest memory from tea goes... Um, Though it also makes probably... sense, sorry to interrupt, but it would make no. sense too with you kind of being closer to where a lot of tea is made you know, easier to get. Yeah, I never really thought of that, to be honest. But but no, that's that's a good point. Um, I mean, my grandmother on, on my uh, dad's side of the family, mm-hmm. I remember we would go over there um, almost every weekend because they lived uh, pretty close to us. And um, my grandmother would always make tea and like a teapot on, on the stove. Um, so, you know, boil the kettle on the stove and then, and then make tea. Um, and I remember she would, uh, she was heavily into knitting. So she would knit, mm-hmm. uh, like a tea cozy for her teapot, um, that mm-hmm. I used to quite enjoy as a child cause it had lots of colors. Um, 
And she had a, a very specific method of making tea. So she would follow the rule of, you know, one for each person and one for the pot. So you'd have a teapot with a whole bunch of the little tea bag tags hanging out of the side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Mm-hmm. You would, she would let that brew probably while she had a cigarette. Um, and then uh, she while would... While knitting? Line, oh, no. <laughs> no, probably not while knitting, no. She would line all the cups up on the bench and, and put, mm-hmm. you know, that, that much milk in. Um, right. And then after the tea was brewed, um, it would all get poured and, and handed out. And I remember she used to make me like a, a little wheat tea and she probably put some sugar in it or something so that... You Do you know, remember how old, old you were then? Enjoyed it. Oh, I would have been single digits. I was pretty young, oh. yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. Cool. Because we're trying to we're trying to convince my kid to get into it. <laughs> so we keep letting oh, yeah. him smell. He letting him smell them, and he's like, "Oh, that smells good." It's like, "Yeah, try some." <laughs> yeah, I my daughter um, likes tea. Like, if I'm making a cup of tea, she'll ask for a cup of tea. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. She's more more a fan of hot chocolate, though. <laughs> <laughs> who isn't though? I'd say who isn't, and then my kid isn't actually because he's not a huge chocolate fan. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, my my youngest doesn't doesn't like ice cream, which is pretty weird. Mm. So, yeah. He definitely likes that. Yeah, but uh, it's kind of a similar story almost to um, Taryn's one that he told about his grandmother, and I think I even had a grandmother story or two in there too, of just okay. explaining and what and as a kid watching the whole process of you know the methodical process of making the tea yeah. and all this stuff, and I think Taryn actually said that it was a he always thought you'd uh, the tea was just you know throwing a bag in, throwing in some water, and throwing it in the microwave for a bit, um, and then seeing his grandmother make it from you know the proper way and stuff like that really changed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in Australia as well, I remember when we were kids, uh, we would have all kinds of you know people come and visit school. Like you'd have incursions, and um, uh, I, I remember once we had somebody come and make Billy tea, which I think I've told mm-hmm. you about before. Right. Um, but and so not everyone else knows, so give a little quick explanation. Okay, so, so Billy tea is like an Australian, um, uh, it's not really a tradition, but it's it's heavily, um, uh, people talk about it when you're doing Australiana, like if you go and do a tourist thing and they mm-hmm. take you out to the outback or whatever, um Chances are you'll you'll eat damper bread, which is a special type of bread that you brew in the coals of a campfire, like uh, like sourdough bread. If you come to San Francisco, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and and um, they will also make billy tea. And and mm-hmm. the way to make billy tea is you have um, your billy, which is basically a glorified paint tin that you <laughs> fill up with water and sit on on your campfire. Um, and once that's boiling, you add your uh, tea ingredients to it. So whether that's actual tea or whether that's eucalyptus leaves, which is what they probably would have used, um, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day. Um, and then they have a very interesting and highly dangerous technique of steeping that tea. And I suggest you look it up on YouTube if you're listening and you don't know what this is. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll link but, it in the show notes, definitely. Yeah, but they basically hold hold the billy in one hand and then if you can imagine um, basically swinging it uh, <laughs> forwards and then backwards yeah. um, in, in like a wide arc over their head so that um, the centrifugal force holds the water in the tin. Um, and yes, it is as, as batshit crazy as I'm it sounds. What the, um, there's a county fair, well, usually a county fair ride or that they have at uh, different fairs and stuff that's like the, the trend, centrifugal force type thing that's yeah. you around and sticks you to the wall. And so that's the Oh, yeah, the they call it this, the Gravitron That's the Australia. one, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the same name, yeah. But that's the, like that, but the vertical. process with this, yeah. Mm. 
and then you pour that out and you would um drink your drink your billy tea and and eat your eat your damper and whatever else was on the menu so how do you avoid getting how do you avoid getting the eucalyptus leaves in the tea or is that supposed to be in the tea no you put it put it in the tea and uh, oh. oh the eucalyptus leaves up so what you mean when you pour it out uh-huh. well they're quite large so i guess you would just okay. pull it out yeah um, Maybe the, the lip of the paint can is the key to holding yeah, it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have you tried Billy Tea? Uh, I probably have. Um, maybe mm-hmm. when I was a kid, but mm. I don't think it would have been with eucalyptus leaves. Uh, it probably would have been with tea because, um, okay. yeah, I, I certainly don't remember drinking eucalyptus leaf tea anyway. Well, we haven't we haven't totally committed, but we have talked about it because. Eucalyptus is also over here in California, probably oh, okay. as an yeah. invasive invasive species. So probably, yeah. We were, we were saying we were joking around. We can grab some eucalyptus leaves and give it a try on one of the episodes, maybe. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. I think, <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any nba playoff game visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager virginia only new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-888-532-3500 so to me, using eucalyptus leaves sounds like it might not be the official thing that one would call tea, which segues into our perfect little uh, punny segment, to tea or not to tea. Mm. What is and what isn't tea, Mike? Well, so first of all, I, I don't want to come off as being like a gatekeeper of, you know, tea. Like if, if there's a certain type of tea that you like, yeah, then that's fine. You know, you, you drink mm-hmm. it and you enjoy it, right? So so don't think um, I'm being, right. I don't know, teaist or whatever. Snob, I've been, towards... the way I've been, yeah, exactly. I've been joking with Taryn as a tea snob, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, um, true tea is, is tea that contains tea leaves, right? So I, I looked it up, actually, and mm-hmm. the plant is, is called the Camellia uh, sinensis. I'm probably butchering that pronunciation. I think uh, Karen talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but it's oh, good to he? repeat it to okay. kind of help it sink in better because I totally forgot. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, so, so the leaves from that plant make up you know what most people i think would probably refer to as tea and then if you think of a a continuum like a a horizontal line i think at one end you've got true tea and at the Mm -hmm. other end you've got nesquik right (laughs) so do you do you have nesquik in the states yes the 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 chocolate stuff right 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pretty much flavored milk. <laughs> yeah. Let's say flavored, yes, flavored that's milk. Right, yeah. Right. Or so, Ovaltine so or way, something. <laughs> yeah, Ovaltine. Right. So what I think is that at one end of the spectrum, you've got your black tea, your green tea, white tea, oolong tea, fermented tea, proper matcha, not that green, um, sugary, horrible stuff that they serve at cafes. Um, which is basically tea that is just tea leaves, right? Right. And then I think you start adding stuff to tea that's natural. And I reckon that's things like Earl Grey, where you add bergamot, um, things like, um, you know, tea that might, uh, like masala chai, for example, which is like tea, but then has spices added and yeah, things like that. Yeah, and cinnamon stuff, yeah. Mm. And then I think you move into the herbal teas that technically don't contain tea, so you'd probably mm. call them a tisane, which is still natural things like maybe, you know, lemon and, um, you know, what, what Taryn was drinking the other day yeah. that I can't remember, um, and things like that. Which I don't know whether I'd personally consider that tea. I'd probably call it a tisane, but at the end of the day, you know, whatever. If you if you want to call it tea, it's made with hot water and it's yeah, you know, it's stuff coming out of it. So, and you're calling it tea and enjoying it, so you're yeah. totally fair to. That's fine. Uh, do you yeah. know where um, the term tisane came from at all, or what the? I don't actually. I should look it up. Um, <laughs> I was kind of curious because it's no. like a it's like a, a clear like long word that's opposite to tea. Is like is that what they picked? Yeah. Up? <laughs> I mean, it just says, I'm having a quick look now, it just says mm. herbal teas, less commonly called tisanes, but it doesn't really tell you um, where the word comes from. Oh, Whereas, also, we're pronouncing it wrong. I think it's tisan, oh. according to thekitchen.com. Free plug there. <laughs> Send us a check. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then I reckon past that is where you've got um, what T2, um, the, the, the shop, referred to as their sugar tisanes, which is basically effectively nest quick right like I, I i think i sent you one earlier and it was actually i got a, I got a like a marketing email from them today let, let me just bring this up and, and read you and i mean they see the kinds of tea i buy right right so yeah there's no excuse for them sending me this the subject of the email exercise your sweet tooth right and the tea is and i'm not even joking it's called uh where is it where is it Poppin praline, right? A smooth, robust landscape of hazelnut praline flavors without the guilt. And I, I bring up their website and have a look at the ingredients, right? And there is not a, a skerrick of tea in there. It's all artificial flavorings, colorings, you know, yep. MSG, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So to me, that that that's nowhere near tea. You may what, was well that, just, what was that other one we were looking at earlier? What was that? that was a different one, was it? Was it this one? Uh, let me have a look. That that was a different one, but I yeah. yeah. If you if so you have a look, looking on... at the ingredients and being like, oh look, here's five different kinds of sugars. Yeah. You know, a bunch of artificial stuff. Nothing real in yeah. it at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you know, I've I've said all of this now. This actually does have black tea in it. Oh, so my go. apologies, T2. <laughs> so so that one is. But that's why is they, they sent it to you. Yeah, they wanted wanted to get <laughs> that it. That yeah. is why they sent it to me. But um, yeah, I'll try and find that one I, I sent you earlier. Um, oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I should have had it up already. This is terrible podcasting. Turkish apple cinnamon That's instant the one. tea. So first of all, the fact it says instant, I guess, is a dead giveaway. But <laughs> much like instant yeah. coffee, instant anything. <laughs> when when the number one ingredient for a tea is sugar, um, I think it's it's it's, it's no a longer sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it makes sense, I guess, with all the kind of, you know, various coffee drinks you can get from, you know, 
Starbucks, Pete's, all these places that certain ones are just very heavily sugared with all these different yeah. flavors and stuff. Oh, I was and... gobsmacked when I went to America and I, I went to a Starbucks um, for mm-hmm. the first time. Big deal for me. And um, I, I just wanted like a, a flat white coffee, right? And and the yeah. person in front of me was like, oh, um, you know, I want a, a frappuccino with a shot of hazelnut and a, yeah. and, and I was and all the and listed all these things out and I was like, why, why don't you just go and get a milkshake? Like, <laughs> yeah. And put it in a microwave for a few minutes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, whatever. If they like Wait, so it, that's cool. Right? So you said it was your first yeah. Starbucks. Do you not have Starbucks where you are then, or no? We do. Um, you just don't not go in Western Australia. There okay. is one that I know of, which is in Queensland, um, at a place called the Gold Coast or the Sunshine Coast. I can't remember exactly where it was. I mm-hmm. think it was the Gold Coast. Um, and there's a Starbucks there. Um, so I lie. Actually, it was my second time that I've been to a Starbucks. First time in first time in the states, like a there proper Starbucks, right. not yeah. a not an Aussie It reminds Starbucks. me of the time I went um, to a Starbucks in London. Yeah, um, I don't remember where it was, whatever. But just going in there and seeing the um, the fridge case with all the different cakes and various things or whatever, and just having it laid out exactly as it is in America was very surreal. Just thinking like, oh, oh wow, you just have exactly yeah. the same map that you work off of and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? When you you have these franchises and they operate identically everywhere mm-hmm. in the world, mm. except for maybe the product naming. You know, like that yeah. scene in Pulp Fiction. You know, Royale with cheese. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So our next little bit is tea time. So you tea briefly time. mentioned the different types of tea. You threw out mm. some names there. So if we can go a little more into depth on what each one is and how they're different from the other. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, there's there's black, white, and green tea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the main types of uh, your your base tea, I guess. Um, so so it, f- from memory, the differences are all to do with the amount that they are dried or, or baked or, or otherwise um, processed. So mm-hmm. I think black tea is like the highest level of oxidation. White tea is slightly less. And then green tea is no oxidization. That's just the raw, possibly dried, but, but raw uh, tea leaves. Um, so the leaf, it's actually the same leaf for all of them then, is it? It's just how it's... Yeah, it's the same leaf for all of them. Although, having said that, so um, for there are different types um, or different grades, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So I know that um, uh, the, the censure that I'm drinking today, for example, is harvested at a certain time. And they also grow the tea leaves in different conditions. Like I think there's censure that you can get that is grown in the shade. I think they put big mm-hmm. nets up to keep, um, you know, to give it some shade but enough light for the plant to, you know, grow and thrive. Um, so, yeah, I know that there's like many, many iterations and I'm certainly no expert, right? Um, but, yeah, they're the, main, they're the main ones. And then you've also got other tea... Uh, I guess I'm calling them tea. I guess they're not really tea based on our previous discussion, <laughs> but things like, uh, I think it's ru- Ruibos. I don't, I don't know Ruibos, how to pronounce uh, it properly. Uh, Ruibos, Ruibos yeah. um, which is a different plant, but people still make it like mm-hmm. tea, and it's, I guess it's accepted as tea. Then you have things like chamomile tea, which is chamomile instead of you know, okay. tea, mm-hmm. um, and, and chrysanthemum tea, and things like that, um, basically. And it didn't, well, but, yeah. I don't know if you know off the top of your head, but rooibos, because I know it's usually from Africa, isn't it, too? Yes, it's from an African plant. And I think one of its main selling points is it's not caffeinated at all. Mm. 
or very lightly. I can't right. remember. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not a very good interviewee today. <laughs> <No>, Interviewer. <that's> <laughs> <Yeah>. Just break it <laughs> down some basics, which, which yeah, puts it yeah. up. Yeah, because I always thought it was more just different types of leaves, but hearing it's all basically how you prepare that same leaf, much yeah. like it reminds me a lot, surprisingly, of wines, you know, and how you do what type of rig it is, how it turns out that particular oh, yeah, time definitely. and how you prepare mm. it and do all those things with it. Yeah. Yeah. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any nba playoff game visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager virginia only new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-888-532-3500 Um, so like with um, certain teas as well, like um, some of the Chinese and Japanese teas, they, mm-hmm. they do things like they take the leaves and they ferment them or they cook them or they, you know, even um, I think censure um, the stuff we're drinking now, I think they boil it. So it's it's kind of like you're drinking, you know, well, I, I don't want to say secondhand tea because that's that bad, but <laughs> tea, the tea that's already been steeped once, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's really no limit to to the various things you can do to it to kind of try something new and different. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Explains why there's thousands of different kinds of tea. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, the main, the main, yeah, and that's quick. The main <laughs> um, differences, I think, is yeah, the the level of oxidization of the tea leaves, and then what is done to those tea leaves. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that leads in then to our tea rec section. So, mm-hmm. do you have a tea you'd like to recommend this week? Like um, well, I mean, the one I'm drinking is very, very good. I like it quite a lot. It's it's um, certainly not sweet, so I'd say that it's more more of a savoury tea. Um, mm-hmm. And Censure is is uh, yeah, like a nice a nice tea leaf. Actually, one of the things that might be worth checking out if you haven't is um, in the in the green tea family that Centur mm-hmm. is from. There is a tea called Matcha. Um, and what that is is it's it's green tea leaves that are ground up like think mortar and pestle into mm-hmm. a powder. Okay, so yeah. that's one of the one of the few tea drinks where the leaves are actually um, ingested. I mean, you can you know, there's certainly nothing wrong with uh, ingesting. I mean, I'm no doctor, so but from what <laughs> I read, there's certainly nothing wrong with ingesting tea leaves anyway. But but matcha is one that is designed to be um, to be drunk. Um, some cafes will um, have, you know how you, like you can get a chai latte, which isn't mm-hmm. really tea. It's kind of right. like, a, I mean, they're delicious, um, yeah. but it's certainly not like, you know, um, masala chai. So in the same way, some cafes in Australia have like a matcha green green tea latte, which is probably more towards the Nesquik uh, side of things. <laughs> I think it does still not have really. tea in, but it is it is very sweet. Matcha is actually pretty big over here, especially I think in California. And I think it skews more to the actual 
type of stuff. Um, okay. I'm just trying yeah. to look up. There's a I'm trying to find out which what the company is there in the then the town where I work. Their headquarters there, and I'm trying to what their name is. That their specialty is matcha tea. I don't know if it's going to be. Oh, cool. Find it though. Um, but do you, so for the tea you're having now, for example, do you, what, have you done anything extra to it? Have you added sugar or milk, different things, or just nothing? Edit, I, just I drink that one straight. straight. Yeah. I, I don't know whether it would be nice with milk. I Maybe I should go and get some and try it. Maybe towards <laughs> the end of the pot, I'll give it a try. But mm-hmm. because it's, it's quite savory, you know, um, like yeah. I tend to want to add milk to, to tea that's, um, you know, not as savory or maybe slightly sweeter. Like I, I, I will drink the French Earl Grey tea um, black, but I, mm-hmm. I like it with just a dash of milk. Um, but this green tea, I'm not sure where the milk would go with it. Yeah, I'll have to try it and report back. If we're still recording when I'm down to my last, just checking the teapot here, when I'm down to my last cup, I'll go and get some milk and, and try it and let you know. Now, I always, I mean, I, have, I haven't had too much matcha, but I always think of it as kind of bitter. Is that correct or no well i yeah i think it it does have a little bit of bitterness but it depends it depends what you get right like if you get mm-hmm. the matcha lattes that that the cafes do it's quite sweet like a chai latte so where you know i think they've taken the original um thing like like the the spiced chai tea or the matcha mm-hmm. tea and then they've turned it into a, a new type of drink by adding you know sugar and other stuff to it and prepare it with like um hot milk instead of water you know more like a like a coffee like a latte or yeah. something like that um and i've certainly had those um and you know they're, they're very nice but i uh, yeah they're i think it's more of a flavored milk thing than a tea thing um, for so sure. I I did find it, and it turns out I've totally messed up the word. So it's oh. actually um, I was thinking of yerba mate. <laughs> oh, what is <laughs> that? What um, which is I think it's a different. It's, again, we we've done. I don't I don't have to do some research on this, uh, but I believe it's a South American type of. I don't want to say tea, but it's kind of type of ingredient kind oh, of thing. I see. Yes. Um, and so the company, to... yeah, Guayaquil is the yeah. company that ships all over the world and everything. And they're headquartered okay. where I work. Um, yeah, you probably to pull up real quick. See a little thing. Yeah, looks like yerba mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I see. I think there might be an accent. Oh, they've been around. They've been around yeah. for a while. Yeah. Oh, you can get it in cans. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they have, and it's a lot of like you. They have a lot of um, yeah. Because um, I know particularly because as a mail carrier, when I'd ever deliver, um, have delivered an express package to their office, and you go up there uh-huh. and have them sign for it. They'd say, "Grab a free tea from their refrigerator really? case." Really? Wow, yeah. that's so really nice of them. So I'd get to try all these different, uh, like pomegranate and peach and just different things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is yerba mate? Is that is it tea or is it like robos? It's a plant species of the holly genus Ilex, native to South America. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it is a similar kind of different, I mean, again, it's not the yep. the, the long word you said at the beginning <laughs> when we're talking yeah. about tea. Um, An infusion, but, maybe? I don't know. What would you call it if it's not tea? But, um, I mean, it's it's different leaves. So totally, you know, the fact yeah. that they called it, you know, this one particular leaf is the only thing that could be called tea, you know, yeah. made it all different. I mean, you know, that affected things, whereas now you have robust and different other leaves and plants that you can use even eucalyptus to make a similar sort of 
Yeah, because me always tea always meant you know leaves steeping in water to make a particular brew. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's what I remember as being a little bit of a bitter aftertaste and stuff. Yeah, okay. And so, yeah. and it's supposed to be healthy or something like that too. So that's why it's big over here in California. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code Champion two hundred and win two hundred dollars in free bets when you place a ten dollars money line wager on any Major League Baseball game, and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code Champion two hundred to win two hundred dollars when you bet ten bucks on an. MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500 by the way so now i'm gonna do my little recommendation oh please what are you recommending uh, the t2 sydney breakfast which i thought about having tonight um Mm -hmm. here but then i thought it'd be a bit cheap to be talking about at the beginning and then recommending it later on so um oh well that's what i've just done (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then you also talked about a different one too this is true yeah (laughs) and it's our second episode you know we've got a lot Mm -hmm. we've got a lot of teas to get through so but i wanted to go back to this one um so it's the t2 sydney breakfast um and when I was looking at the website earlier, it's a very good do, tea. I, they do I have it blazing well. across the top that if you do an order over uh, over thirty five bucks, you get free shipping, which is pretty good. Mm. Um, Even to America? Yeah. Oh wow! Specifically to the okay. United States, it says yeah. It's right at the top of the page there. Um, oh yeah, yeah, this was free the one delivery you, for U.S. orders. You Let's sent see. you sent me. I think it was one of the first ones you sent me. Um, uh-huh. And it's uh, let's read the little description. Uh, bright, fresh, and bold. This is the character of Sydney in a tea. A warm, full-bodied breakfast tea blend with a delicious hint of bergamot to send your senses sailing around the harbour. Mm. Um, Very good. Now, I did try that one, and then you had the, which you'd also say was the, the French Earl Grey. And, yeah. um, and I think I've talked a bit about this before. I felt found the French Earl Grey being a little, more, a little too perfumey for my liking, whereas mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about it today, because it's just called the Sydney breakfast, it it's kind of has the strength of like the um, an English breakfast, a lot stronger, I find, too, yeah. to make it. And it talks about how um, it only has um, in the ingredients or a, certain, a little bit of bergamot, not a lot of it, you know, sort of think about your regular mm-hmm. Earl Grey. Um, but I find it's just the right balance of having a really nice, strong, like a, a strong black tea that has the hint of bergamot around it so it's my always my yeah. go-to that i enjoy yeah. yeah no for sure that's a good one i've got that on my my bench in the kitchen as well and we have that quite often yeah. it's funny because we um we got quite a few of their you know city breakfast teas that they have because mm-hmm. they have like a melbourne breakfast and all this sort of stuff and i think basically they're just varying degrees of uh, earl grey right right yeah again yeah. it's your level of 
I don't know how much they're varying with the black tea. I mean, what? Well, well, if it's all grey, would we prepare the same way the black, the actual tea leaf? Yeah, I think, think I think it's uh, it's a black tea. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I'm not, I, I see what you mean. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe they they bake it for you know um, or dry it for a different amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard because when you look at ingredients, they don't actually tell you. Like this just says black tea and natural bergamot flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, it's clear that this over like the the French Earl Grey. This one oh, has the less French Earl Grey is, is yes. extremely um, perfumed. I mean, that's got like yeah. rose petals and stuff in it. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would have a French Earl Grey for breakfast, that's for sure. But I mean, quite often my wife and I will have a, a glass of the French Earl Grey like of an evening, like before bed. That That's that's a nice one, I think, to have, have before bed. Well, and then the first episode, we both, um, both Taryn and I were happened to be drinking the Twinings Earl Grey, which... Is oh yeah, kind of on a similar spectrum where it's not. It's kind of, I think I would put it in between the French Earl Grey and the Sydney breakfast sort of thing, and not mm. being, you know, too perfumey, but not. Um, I always think you can make it pretty strong, but if you look on the tin, yeah. it actually says it's like a medium strength, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean the the thing about Earl Grey is I never I never used to like it before I had the Sydney breakfast, mm-hmm. um, the one that I sent you. That was like the gateway drug into Earl Grey teas for me. Um, Adam, speaking and, of, of gateway drug, I'm very happy you sent me a huge shipment in the last package. <laughs> oh, no worries. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, it got to you finally. There was a long wait there. I apologize. <laughs> well, it wasn't your fault. It was the pandemic. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're not, not talking about that here. <laughs> no. But it's just really a nice, strong black tea. I mean, I grew up drinking a lot of Earl Grey. My wife has... She doesn't really drink black. Um, doesn't really drink Earl Grey anymore, mainly yeah. because she drank it too much once one summer. Sick of it. Quit. But it's she even says the smell of it reminds her of past family holidays with my family oh, and gotcha. stuff because we all okay. drink it and stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's interesting because I think um, for me, like I'm, I'm very interested in um, trying new flavors and, and trying lots of different things. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, growing up, my, my father, um, you know, who was the main tea drinker in the house would only ever have English breakfast tea. That that's it. We would mm-hmm. only have, um, you know, Lipton or, or, um, uh, I forget what the brand was, but we would only have the, the English breakfast. So uh, when I, whenever I thought tea, uh, that's what I thought tea was. And then mm-hmm. sort of growing up, you know, and people um, being in Perth and at, at university, there's um, a great deal of um, like Chinese, Singaporean, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, that that general region. Um, and sorry, I'm not meaning to offend anyone, but lo- lots of those students who I would become friends with and then they would say, oh, you know, do you want some tea? And I'd say, oh, I'd love a cup of tea. And then they would give you something completely different, like um, mm-hmm. my have oolong tea or... Um, jasmine tea or something like that yeah. and um and i'd be like oh wow what is this this tastes like nothing i've ever had before and then you realize oh there's so many different types of tea and and then you want to go and try them all you are. <laughs> and then you get to come back and talk about them on the show <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> yeah that's the whole point uh maybe we'll yeah. do another um not the next episode but maybe the one after that we'll talk about the the these standard teas that we think about like lipton um, mm. Tetley is the one I get a lot of here because they have it and just they give all the different we can throw out all these names and stuff like that and PG I'm sure in the, in the more historical episodes we'll go into more detail with them um, of their history and stuff like that but for yeah. for our 
um, episode after next, we can more just kind of talk about them and what we think of them and stuff, you know, growing up with them and being surrounded by them and stuff. Hmm. Um, okay, so now we're going to go to our last little segment. We'll see how this goes. Tea puns. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I asked my wife about this, right, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really bad at, at puns um, for the most part. Taryn is very good at them. Um, my wife is very good at them as well. And I said... I need a tea pun. Um, you know, help me. And uh, <laughs> and and she brought out this little card. Oh, I don't have it. I don't know where she put it. She's gone out now. Um, I'll, I'll scan it and send it to you yeah. so you can put it on the we show can put notes. It in but thing. Yeah. she has a little painting of a dinosaur, and it's a T Rex with a cup of tea, and it says T Rex with T E A instead of T. So <laughs> love it. That's a, that that's about as good as I can come up with. They can put that everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, maybe we should I should get that show that to Owen, and that might work to get him to drink tea. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I just, I was, I mean, I, I could have worked on trying to think of one, but I just I had to Google around a bit. Um, mm-hmm. So there were some horrible ones and terrible ones, mostly horrible and terrible, and then some decent ones. So uh, a couple I found were um, Sweet Dreams Are Made of Teas, which is mm-hmm. obviously a play on the song. But I thought yeah. it was a nice little, the sentiment of it, you know? You'd have a cup mm. of tea before you go to bed and sleep. Yeah, well. that's true. That is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the start of a like a a day where you're going to go and do lots of cool stuff that you're going to yeah. remember, maybe. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, have a nice big strong cup of tea in the morning and mm-hmm. get you going. And then the other terrible one was Fifty Shades of Earl Grey. Oh wow, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe mm. we can amass a list of fifty kinds of Earl Grey to <laughs> include. <laughs> yeah, that's or a, yeah, or maybe you uh, you can do an interesting. Uh, imagery for that you know a picture of some sort i don't know i guess yes. well, there we go okay i got it it's a tea bag and the string with the tag at the end is your whip oh okay nice <laughs> there one. you go <laughs> whipping whipping the mug or something I don't yep. know. <laughs> okay we might do two puns again we'll see i'm sure taron won't have yeah. get taron onto it he, yeah. he's good at puns yeah um, but and I think does it about for this episode. Any last things you want to say, Mike? Or... Uh, I don't think so. What I might try and do maybe for a future episode mm-hmm. is um, back when I was a kid, there was um, a lot of tea advertisement on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch a lot of like free-to-air TV these days, so I'm not sure whether they're still on, but I, yeah. I vividly remember a lot of them. So I'll, I'll see if I can dig up some of the ones I mean, from the 80s and 90s. They t- a lot of those ads tend to be on youtube so i'm sure yes find them there i mean that's yeah, another one yeah, another sure. potential episode too on tea ads and stuff tea yeah. Ads. yeah 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 for sure okay well thank you for everyone joining us for this second episode um Thanks our next one me. will be a big um dive again into the history of tea and different uh, regions and times of tea and things like that so um stay tuned for our next one which will be a nice long one probably again and hopefully we'll get all cool. three of us together for that one Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to While There Is Tea, There Is Hope. This episode featured myself, Taryn Merlo, Alex C. Talanda, and Mike Nye. It was produced by Taryn Merlo. Details of the music featured in this episode can be found in the show notes. And you can find out more about the show at our new website, www.t-cast.com. Head over there for episodes, transcripts, and a few pictures. Our reviews and recommendations are coming along, and they'll be up there soon too. 
We hope you can join us for our next episode, which will be out on the 1st of April. Thanks for listening and continue to have a terrific time. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering over 200 engaging programs online. GCU invests in high demand areas such as nursing, teaching, and the sciences. Students engage with faculty who become partners in your success. GCU's online students received over $100 million in scholarships in 2020. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for.